Tim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. It's me, Anderson Silva. This is Jeff Benning. This is Showtime. Hi, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Shotgun, Tatnay Connor. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. Yep, we're on episode 37, the Punch Podcast with Jaden starts for you now. And we're only a couple of days away till the ICC Theatre in Sydney looks the goods once again. No Limit Boxing, they're about to roll through the doors with another great card and some big names and another epic fight night. I think there's like 11 fights. It's going to be good. You'll see it on main event, Fox Sports KO, and of course you can get your tickets, nolimitboxing.com.au. They roll through Ticket Tech too, so you can jump on there and get to the show if you can. If you're close to Sydney, go along. Go and check it out. It's got some great names rolling through there, and uh, look, it's the last time you're going to see Paul Gallen in boxing, so he says. We know he's eyeing off that uh, comfortable Channel 9 commentary career, but until then, he's got Justin Hodges in his way. Justin Hodges did surprise me last time. So I'm not calling this a night in the office for Paul Gallen. I reckon he really, I think he can do it, but I don't think it's an easy uh, feat at all for him. So it's going to be an interesting way to see him go out. If he loses, we may see him again. He's adamant that this is it, all right? So bank on that it is. Don't think you're going to be able to catch him next time around. So this could be it. But it is co-headlined as well. Michael Zarafa, the number one middleweight in the world. He is uh, going to be there taking on Danilio Creati. He is also facing uh, a Triple G fight. Gennady Golovkin and Zarafa could be happening in 2023, which sounds ludicrous to say in a sentence. But it's, it's real. It could happen. And if this guy upsets him, it's all done. And all a thing of the past for Michael Zarafa. So he's got a lot to lose on Wednesday night in Sydney. Uh, one other fight I reckon is going to be awesome on the night as well. Ty Telford, Joel Taylor. Look, Ty's known to get fight of the night many times, and Joel Taylor's pretty damn good too. So he's going to go and give it to him, I reckon. And that's for a uh, Australian wealth title as well. So uh, there'll be a belt on the line for that one. But you'd have to say he's the best prospect under 10 fights in Australian boxing easily. By the length of the straight. Former Olympian, two from two. Future star, light heavyweight weapon in Australia. We've got big things penned for him. And look, I believe 2023 is going to be even bigger for him. So we'll get into that deeper into this chat. But let's get him into the Punch podcast for the second time now. He's a repeat offender. Sweet pea, Paul Hoakuso. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. We're uh, only a couple of days away from fight night. You must be starting to land that plane. Yeah, man. I'm very excited to be I mean, it's been a long time since I haven't fought. I mean, it's been a few months, but I just can't wait to get in there. Like, I'm just so excited, very anxious to get in. You mentioned that. I think it was been, what, five months almost? Close to six since you've been Yeah, there. something like that, yeah. Because in the amateurs, I think last time you were here on the Punch Podcast, you were saying that in the amateurs you fought every other week. <laughs> yeah. So now it's... Like, now it, it's, like... it, it, it's just different, eh? Like, having, having a year where you only have three fights... <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy, but you know, I'm getting used to it now. I mean, the the rounds are longer, so and the training is twice as hard too. So it's good. You did say you're getting used to it, but is it hard to get used to it? Because do you feel like it's hard to stay motivated when you work close before of like, oh, another month, here we go, whoop, here we go again. Hundred percent. Like after my fights, I feel like I can go again because I'm so used to the amateurs. You know, like when we fight one week, we're just like fuck. I'm ready for the next tournament. But, you know, here you gotta, you got to take your time. you got to, you know, you just got to take step by step. And I guess that's what i got to do. Well, I think, what are we up to now? I think six rounds for 2022. Was it a five rounder and a one, maybe? I'm not sure. You'd be, you wouldn't be far off that anyway. Yeah, it's about seven rounds. Yeah. About seven <laughs> yeah. rounds. Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we get to 12 rounds by the end of the year. But <laughs> we'll try our best. 
You might be eight come Wednesday night if you do another first round stoppage. So who knows? One hundred percent. One hundred percent, bro. Were you not supposed to be on that Super Saturday card? What happened there? Were you not named with Farris in that fight? Yes, I was supposed to fight Farris, but mm. I had to pull out of it because of an injury. So it's not in my control. Like I can't do anything about it, and things happen. So I just kept training. I uh, trained hard, like. Ever since that camp when I pulled the injury, I literally didn't even stop training. I just kept training because I was just I was so devastated that I couldn't fight. So I was like, you know, fuck it, let's keep going. <laughs> what was the injury? Do we know? I have been sitting in my elbow. And I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to fuck it up. Yeah, I've heard people cop heat for pulling out with injury or whatever in the past, but you aren't messing around with rookie fighters. Like it's extremely dangerous. Yeah. So an injury is important to not. Going to the ring with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ferris, Ferris is an experienced fighter. Like, I'm not going to go in there with just one hand. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go one hand and expect to come out victorious. It's a risk to be taken, but at the same time, you know, it's your career. You don't want to, you don't want to ruin that either. He's been pretty much the opponent that you've been asking to face <laughs> since you started and, and you obviously missed that opportunity. He did fight again only recently. Did you watch that fight and yeah. did you think that you would have now finished that one pretty early? Yeah, I watched that fight. I've seen a lot of openings. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of openings for like many, many years now. I mean, I've been calling him up because I know how to get him, but it is what it is. Like, I like calling out the top guys because obviously I know I can take them off the list, but I guess he's lucky he missed this one. <laughs> well, you've got another guy that you're about to face, uh, David Zagara from Peru, 35, 8, and 1 over 10 rounds at light heavyweight again. What are we, uh, what are we planning out for this guy? And what do you know about uh, him? We're, we're planning to take him out. I mean, at that press conference when we were talking about, oh, have you, like, do you know anything about your opponent? And I was like, I don't know anything because I didn't know that I was fighting him yeah, yeah. until that day. Oh, wow. To that day, I knew I was fighting him. Yeah, to that day, I was just like, I was put on the spot. I was like, fuck, you want to make me say something? Like, I want to regret. <laughs> but, well, I've been studying him lately. And, yeah, like, uh, me and my team, we got our game plan worked out, um, especially for him. But, um, yeah, I think, like, for me, I just think I'm just going to outwork him. Or just, yeah, it'll be walking the park. But he has a lot of experience, though. So I'm not going to say, you know, I'm going to take him out. Just that. But, yeah, my action will do all the talking. <laughs> yeah. Your last opponent you fought was, like, what, 40 fights or something like that? So it wasn't. Yeah, like, it's just a number, like, you know what I mean? Like, people have, like, so many fights, right? Have so many fights and they think, oh, yeah, because I fought this guy, I'm going to beat this guy, I'm going to beat that. But really, like, you fought the best of the best. You've been on that top level, but you've lost. So basically, all you've done is just experience the top level, but you haven't, like, gone to that level, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, going to that top level and experiencing it and then finding someone that just started and losing to them, that's just, I don't know. That's just a waste of time even telling people that you've been on that level. Yeah, he did fight Julio Cesar yeah. Chavez Jr. and didn't win. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah, but true the, that. The benefit yeah. of fighting these guys, I don't know, just thinking about it now as we speak, it's almost like somewhat of a hack, especially when you're 2-0 fighter. There's not a great deal of footage where when you start fighting someone who's 35-8, and eight, there's a fair bit to go through. You'll have quite the catalogue to look at and plan how are you going to take them down? Because a lot of people don't have that much real on them. Exactly. Mm. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's just a number. That's it. And uh, he'll have a, he'll have another one in the L column. I'm assuming that that's what you're predicting. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, I'm better than every single guy that he's versed. So, I mean, Chavez Jr., he's just, he's just a tall guy that doesn't know how to box. And that's about it. And can't at the moment. <laughs> Suspended. Exactly. Yeah. You've been looking fit. I've seen on your Instagram. You look like you've been training hard. Obviously, you've 
had that injury, which has just meant training for months on end now. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Like, I feel like this is the best training camp I've had, like, ever. And I feel like it's only just going to get better, you know, like, as I progress through um, all my fights in my career. And like, right now, like, I'm basically on weight. Like, I feel very great. Like, I feel good. The last camp, like, weight was a bit of an issue. But now it's just, but like, dog, it's like, it's so easy to make weight now. Like, it's yeah. just... I'm just chilling now. I love it because I think I spoke to you just before your last fight. Now I'm speaking to you before this fight. And every time I do see you or get around the fights, you always got that bit of a grin before fight day. Like you're getting really excited. <laughs> like it's like, yeah, oh, like well, I love this shit. Get it on. Laugh real. Like I, like I love this shit. Eh? Like I love fighting. I love being on the spotlight. I just love entertaining people because I feel like people have good skills, but they don't know how to entertain, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like I'm a good entertainer. And I like to make people, you know, small, make people's money worth, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. How's sparring been going? What are your opponents been saying to you? Like, lately, my sparring's been really good. I mean, I've been sparring two, like, two good sparring partners, uh, Tim Hannon and uh, and Nathan Nicholas. Like, these these guys have been pushing me a lot, like, you know, and uh, Tim Hannon, he's one of the upcoming uh, light heavyweights as well in Australia. He's had his first pro fight not long ago. Yeah, man, he's he's been pushing me throughout the rounds, and yeah, man, it's just it's hectic, man. Like this this training camp's just been so good. I always find it funny when you have to spar those guys, and like you said, in the same weight class, and then one day you probably may get matched. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Sudden, but you know, it is all that what it shit is. I showed you back in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Now you're coming out fully armed. That can happen. Yeah. Do you watch much footage of your old fights or any other fights? Are you are you one of those people that watches a lot of tape? Uh, I don't really watch much of like my opponent or myself. Like I watch a lot of Mayweather, mm-hmm. like Mayweather or um, or John Ennis and Devonta Davis. I mainly watch Southpaws, but like if I really want to be good, like sometimes I watch Mayweather when he fights Southpaws and stuff like that, and I just learn from them. Yeah. It's weird because my coaches always told me to to watch like my weight division and how they fight but for some reason I love how the lightweights fight eh? I fucking love it that's my division <laughs> that I like as well it's, it's not only yeah. is it jam packed full of stars if you saw them in the street this is what I was trying to explain to someone the other day who has no interest in boxing whatsoever and I try to put it on them all the time and they're like I don't care. <laughs> but, but, but when I tell them, I'm like, these guys, like, if you think of, like, Tank, what you just said, or, or even Cambosis or whatever they are, they are, like, somewhat small in stature. They're not that big yeah. guys. They're only, what, 60 kilos, roughly. Yeah. Yeah, they're only 60 kilos. They're, they're small, bro. Yeah, but they can just bang. But it's just crazy because, like, I learned some stuff from the light heavyweight. So that's why people always see my skill set. And they're just like, Far, bro, you move like a lightweight or, like, you know, like you have these skills of like, it's just weird because like people in my weight division don't even do this, the stuff that I do. It's just up and down, up and down, power shots. It's, it's all about power, but I'm all about skills. I mean, I do have power, but you know, with speed comes power. Yeah. And they say speed kills. Boom. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> How old are you now? 24, 25, 24? No, nah, I'm 25. And you see your body probably growing and you fit into light heavy quite easily. Are you going to go up to cruiser or heavyweight or anything? Do you think in the future or... You can still fit into this yes, pretty comfortably. Yeah. Well, that is the plan. I mean, I want to get more titles in light heavy, cruiserweight, and heavyweight. So my body would definitely grow. I mean, I'm an islander, so <laughs> I love food, so definitely grow into it. What weights were you fighting out in amateur? I was fighting at 81, yeah, light right. heavy. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, okay, I'm thinking yeah. you might have been in the middle or super middle and you've just come up, but no, you, you haven't grown nah, since, man, what, this... 15? <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you now, bro, there's, there's no way I'm making 75. No Islanders in 75, so I'm going to just stay with the heavyweights. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Look, there's some big names floating around your weight division, as we said. Is Connor Wallace someone that you've been looking at? He's now ranked in two of the sanctioning bodies. He could be someone that gets you into that top 15. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, me, me and Connor have been mates for, for years now, um, ever since he moved to Australia. Yep. Uh, he's helped me out with the Olympic prep and stuff like that. So, so we've been mates for a bit, but when the money's right and the time is right, you know, like, it is what it is. We've got to get it down and get to work. Liam Parra and Brock Jarvis were mates. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that was a monster. But like, yeah, but if I was being honest, like that fight, like I wish they both helped each other up to the top and then they fight at the top. But yeah. it Hearn, is what it is, man. Eddie Hearn had other plans. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He, he was only looking for one champion. So, yeah. I mean, Australians did help each other get up to the top. Yeah. And I feel like that fight wasn't it. <laughs> If you're saying that, are you looking to probably try and find some international opponents further? Obviously, this guy's from Peru. Who are you about to face? But are you going to go over the US, do some stuff over there? What's the scope for that? We haven't really uh, spoke about um, like what we're going to do after this fight, um, about who we're going to like where we're going to train at and stuff like that. Like we're just we're just trying to get this year over and done with. Get this uh, get this opponent out of the way, and hopefully uh, by the end of the year we'll. We'll probably think about looking for international fights, international camps as well. It'll be good to get to America. I mean, you know, like my style is kind of like an American style, so it'll be good to learn a lot from them. Did you start telling No Limit you want a shot on the Tim Zoo undercard in the end of Jan? <laughs> You've been pitching oh, bro, that that'll one be, too? That'll be hectic, go, but over the Christmas period, I don't know about my weight. I don't know <laughs> if I'll be able to uh, keep it down. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll I'll probably have to pass that one. Because a few of the No Limit card will be on that. Are you going to, obviously, you'll watch it. Everyone's going to watch it. But uh, are you a chance yeah. of turning up there or what? Just to watch? Oh, let's hope, uh, let's hope um, you know, No Limit shots my flights and a combination. Yep. If they do, I mean, you know, I'm there for sure. We just tagged him in this post so you can, uh, 100%. guys, get him. And he wants yes, the front so. of the plane. Uh, <laughs> feet up. <laughs> Clicking for bottle service. Yeah, I want business, bro. I want business <laughs> class, bro. Business class only. Hey, you don't catch Sweet Pete at the back of the plane. Exactly. Put the hat on. We are sailing to Vegas. I'm coming. If that's the case, Matt Rose, get two. <laughs> well, we look forward to uh, seeing you in action. It's going to be good to see uh, Gal also take to his last fight as well. Um, Paul Gal and Justin Hodges. And you've got Michael Zaraffa as well making his comeback and on a No Limit card. Uh, have you met Zaraffa before? Do you know much about him? Obviously, we know him, but do you have you met him or anything like that? I officially met him at the the press conference. Yeah, but um, you know, like, like I've always been a fan of his. I mean, when I first started boxing, his name was always the name that was floating around. I've always been a fan of his. I've always you know watched him and this and that. But yeah, back in action as well. And you got Gal and uh, Justin Hodges. I can imagine we're probably about T minus five minutes away from the shit talk and getting even worse between those two. So. <laughs> It's, um, how do you see that one playing out? Do you think uh, do you think Gal's going to go out on top and get his swan song? Well, to be honest, I think it's a 50-50 fight, to be honest. It's a 50-50 fight. I mean, uh, Hodges knows how Gal fights now. Gal knows how Hodges fights. So I guess it just all goes down to their, their training camp and what their, what their coaches tell them. Because right now, yeah, it's about 50-50 fight. I just don't want to hear them at the press conference, that's for sure. <laughs> I always see like Ben Damon in the middle there trying to like just play half back and it's just they're just boom straight at each other so yeah man oh dude. <laughs> it's like watching a reality show i was surprised <laughs> that hodges had pretty good hands do you think he does i do i thought he was all right i mean he does he's he's actually a pretty smart boxer i've yeah. seen 
like I've been watching his fights lately. You know, like he he's smart with his hands. He's smart with his um with his footwork. He's good. But Gallen, fuck, he's just a machine, bro. Holy, like I doesn't know when to stop, eh? Do you think he's asking too much for six three minute rounds? Because I think they might get gassed uh, by the end of that one. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm telling you now. I've never seen Gallen gassed. So, <laughs> so 2023, you've had this will be your third fight for this year. How many do you want to try and get away next year? You reckon you can crack the four or five? I hope I can crack six. Like I really want, like I really want to be active next year. Like really active from the start of the year to the end of the year. I just want to keep fighting. Try and get some belts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I want to try and get some belts. You know, that's you know, I just want to carry the WBC, WBA. You know, the IBO, IBF. I want to carry all of that. It's good to carry them. But that also comes with sanctioning fees. <laughs> that you got to yeah. pay those suckers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, I didn't realize that. Like, yeah. I didn't realize that you had to pay for it. I was like, "Fuck, sorry, coach. I didn't know you were paying for this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy to get them, and they look great in my cabinet. But yeah, thanks for footing the bill. I love it. Yeah, and then the more you get, the more you're flipping it out to everyone. So, but it it does uh, increase your pay wage as well when it comes in and you've got four belts rather than none. So, we look forward to seeing you in action Wednesday night, the ICC in Sydney. Paul Alcuso, go and get the job done once again in stunning fashion as you normally do. Appreciate it so much, man. Appreciate it. Well, there he goes. Fingers crossed he can get this one done on Wednesday night. Tagara's in his way, and then it's Christmas, and then it's 2023. And by the end of next year, he could be, what, eight or nine? And oh, that could have him slip right in that top 15 and then some serious stuff at the end of that to uh, start trying to find those world titles that he speaks about many times. It's He's made it no secret that he wants those belts. And uh, look, he's working hard to get it. So Team Macuso on Instagram, you can follow Paulo there. He's a great guy, as you heard in this chat, and uh, a real, real prospect in Australian boxing. Uh, keep an eye out if you are watching the fight night. Chanel Dargan, she's great. Hopefully she can get the win there. She deserves it. Uh, who else we got? Tawana Campbell, really good prospect uh, and great. Great fighter. I can see her climbing the uh, women's ranks in the next year or two as well. She's very good. And finally getting on to some good No Limit cards as well. And, of course, the big ones. You've got Gallen. You've got Hodges. You've got Zarafa. You've got Danilio Creedy. That'll, uh, I'm giving that two rounds, to be honest. But that's my prediction. What's yours? Leave it in the comments, and I will see you next time. Get there, nolimitboxing.com.au for all the event info. Uh, get your tickets from Ticket Tech or check it out on Main Event or Chaos Sports. You'll see it there. And enjoy, and that is the Punch Podcast. <laughs>